You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. We've said it so many different times, but... Tozer says, it's not what a man does that determines whether his work is sacred or secular, it's why he does it. The motive is everything. Let a man sanctify the Lord God in his heart and he can thereafter do no common act. It's like when God called Moses, said, go, I'm gonna use you to set my people free. Moses was like, I can't even talk good. I don't, I, I, I'm not the right guy. And, and then he's questioning like, who, who are you? The, the I am that I am. So what if I get there, he says in chapter four, and they don't believe me and they don't believe in the burning bush and the holy ground and the take your shoes off and all that stuff. And he said, what's in your hand, Moses? And he said, my staff, of course, I was up here tending to my father-in-law's flock on the back of this mountain. Of course, I've got a staff in my hand like anybody tending a flock would. He said, throw it down. And when he threw the staff down, it turned into a snake. Moses did what I would have done. He freaked out because he wasn't into snakes. And then God said, now pick it up by the tail. I would have said at that point, I know, I threw it down. You pick it up. But he gets the tail and it turns back into a staff. Now that story has a a little bit of a different angle, but I wonder if maybe that's what God's saying to you today when you're thinking, I don't know how I'm gonna be in this, this global expansion of the gospel. I don't know how God's gonna use me here, there, and everywhere. Maybe he's just saying today, what's in your hand? Okay, throw it down. Just let it go. Say, I, I'm, I am a nurse practitioner, and I'm just gonna put that down and say, God, if you can somehow use being a nurse practitioner and turn it into something supernatural, I'm gonna take what I have in my hand, what I'm good at right now, and I'm gonna put that in to the equation. And I'm gonna trust you to use me. The third thing that has to happen is that we can't lose sight of the ultimate because of the immediate. This verse is underlined in my text because one of my mentors, when I was in uh, high school and at summer youth camp and our church group used to teach on this text all the time. He said in verse nine, do your best to come to me quickly for Demas, because he loved this world, has deserted me and has gone to Thessalonica. You can go and track in a few other of the writings of Paul And you can catch up to where Demas joins the team, where he gets in on the mission. Imagine being a guy who's right next to Paul in the flow. But the pull and the allure is so strong that at some point he just checks out and says, you know what? My friends keep texting me. They're in Thessalonica right now. It's all going down. And I just feel like maybe I want to go join them. And he abandons the ultimate for the immediate. And I feel like if we're just honest today, that's where a lot of us are. We, we don't disbelieve that God has a mission. We just more interested in the immediate than the ultimate. It's far easier for me to invest my money in something that immediately brings benefit to my life rather than 
giving of myself to the ultimate end that Jesus be known everywhere on planet Earth. And I know that that pull is strong. Especially if you can pluck a guy right out of the gospel story. And I wonder if maybe that's where you are today. You're still in the gathering, but you just got plucked out of the story somewhere along the way. And you're pouring all of your time and energy into the immediate and not the ultimate. Paul said, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go right now. I have fought the good fight. I have finished my race and I have kept the faith. I'm ready to go right now. I never lost sight of the ultimate for the immediate. Tying closely to that, you can't buy the lie that past failure will disqualify you from future and current roles in God's story. In other words, you can't buy into this idea that because you blew it somewhere along the way, you don't get a chance to be back into the story. That's what he says right after this in verse 11. Only Luke is with me. Now, who is Luke, by the way? Luke's the guy who wrote the entire book of Acts, wrote the gospel of Luke, eyewitness account of Jesus. And then he wrote the account of the ascension of Jesus back into heaven, the coming of the Holy Spirit, the birth of the church, and all the story that we've seen of the expansion of the early church. All that came through the eyewitness documentation of Dr. Luke. And now Luke is with Paul at the end. He's still there writing the last bit of Acts with Paul. But then he says, get Mark and bring him with you because he is helpful to me in my ministry. Now, we've talked about this a lot in the past, but um, when Paul took off the first time with Barnabas, John Mark was with them, but John Mark bailed on the, on the mission. And so when they started out the second time, uh, Barnabas wants John Mark to come along again. And Paul said, no way, he, he's a quitter and he ain't coming. And Paul and Barnabas split over it. It wasn't like a big giant theological riff. It was just not if he's coming. And all of a sudden now there's two new teams going out. But somewhere along the way, Mark got back in the story, got back in the flow, even though he'd kind of been embarrassed when you get shut out of a, of a return journey by Paul himself, that word trickles around. Oh, you're the quitter who didn't get to go on the second missionary trip. That's awesome. But now somehow he's back and he's back in the story. He's been restored. We see that in a different place in Paul's writing. And now in the fine print, in the personal remarks, which we're not sure, we didn't just end with a mic drop. Oh, because God wants people to know, even though you are out, you can be back in. Even though you failed, you can get back in. Even though you quit, you can get back in. None of your past situation is gonna keep you from getting back in the story of God. May change the configuration a little bit of how and where you're serving, but your story can be used for somebody else to understand the goodness and the grace of God. And he wants you back in the story right now. The enemy's telling you, you failed and you lost your shot. And God is saying, everybody gets a shot. 
Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.